Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And when the Savior passed that way, he looked up into the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down, for I'm going to your house today, for I'm going to your house today. You know, as a kid, who of us didn't love this delightful story about a wee little Danny DeVito-like character who climbs high up into a sycamore tree? And you know, back then, the thing that I mostly noticed about Zacchaeus is that he is a very short man. But then later on as adults, we discover a story pulsing with political electricity. The Jewish people have been brutally conquered by the Roman Empire. And in Jericho, where the city where Zacchaeus lives, they are now weighed down by a crushing load of taxes collected by Jewish collaborators, sometimes called tax farmers like Zacchaeus. And these subcontractors contract with the empire to collect, to do the dirty work of collecting its taxes and to line their own pockets along the way. So now we notice something else about Zacchaeus, and that is that he is, because of this, a very rich man. Because he is a collaborator, we realize also that Zacchaeus is also a very hated and despised man. He may have a house filled with all the latest Roman luxuries, but his neighbors still spit on the ground whenever he walks by. And why is this? Because Zacchaeus has unlocked the door to the hated Roman enemy from the inside. He has used his insider's understanding of the psychology of his own people to help Rome, to help Rome tighten their chains and extract their resources from his own people. And so you have to wonder, don't you? Is Zacchaeus not only loathed by his neighbors, or is he also loathed by Zacchaeus himself? Finally, Zacchaeus must also be a very sad and lonely man. As a Roman collaborator, he doesn't dare to push to the front of the crowd today, gathered along 
Jericho's dusty roads, that would be much too dangerous and risky. Instead, he rushes out ahead to the city's edge and perches himself up in a sycamore tree. And we glimpse here the extent of his own social isolation as we see him running in public and shinning up a tree. Shameful things, Bob Martin confirmed for me this week, that no self-respecting or dignified Middle Eastern adult would ever do. And friends, who is the reason for all of Zacchaeus's embarrassing behavior? Jesus. Jesus. You see, word has been spreading far and wide that this teacher-preacher, this healer of the sick, this friend of the outcasts, this mender of people's shattered relationships with God and others, he is coming to town. And some deep inner longing propels Zacchaeus to go meet him. Today when Jesus calls out, Zacchaeus, come down, I'm coming over to your house today, we hear a a collective gasp in the crowd. Jesus not only sees, but actually speaks to this reviled scumbag oppressor. And we have to wonder, how does, how does Jesus already know his name? Had, has he just heard the crowd insulting and taunting him up there in the tree? We don't know. But here is our Lord Jesus doing what our Lord Jesus does, creating fellowship wherever he goes, and often with the most surprising people. Jesus treats this collaborator like the beloved child of God and the full human being that he really is. And Zacchaeus nearly falls out of the tree with surprise and delight and joy. And all of Jericho is horrified and scandalized. Jesus, people say, is going to break bread with that sinner turncoat. And you know, truth be told, during this incredibly stressful election week, I have found this to be an especially unsettling and troubling story to be listening to to be living with. Because I have realized that if Jesus ever came walking into Lancaster, he would surely horrify me and scandalize you with the folks he ended up breaking bread with, crossing the picket lines of all of our huge divides right now of politics and religion and race and sexuality and economics, and he would surely ask us to cross those picket lines as well.
After all, Jesus chose to include in his own circle of 12 disciples, Judas, Judas, a Jewish lives matter zealot, and Matthew, a make Rome great again tax collector. In our story today, I want us to notice what Jesus does not do. He does not choose to belittle or humiliate or shame Zacchaeus. Instead, he goes home with him, breaks bread with him, and becomes his friend. Love, it's been said, is the only thing that transforms the human heart. And Jesus often transforms us at the moment when we most hate and despise ourselves. Just ask Zacchaeus. I imagine that night a meal filled with much laughter and also tearful reflection where Zacchaeus begins to feel the ice cracking and melting in his own heart. And so Zacchaeus humbly announces to his neighbors, half of my possessions I'll now give to the poor, and if I've defrauded anyone of anything, and you all know that I have, then I will quadruple the difference. I will quadruple the difference. And to all of this, Jesus says, Ah, dear Zach, today, today, God's salvation has come home to your home. Do you see it, dear friends? Inner healing, inner healing in Zacchaeus leads to outer social healing for him. Wrongs being set right. Reparations. The powerful here are humbled and the lowly are lifted up. Notice how God's salvation is not just good news for Zacchaeus, but great news, wonderful news for his impoverished neighbors. That's how God's salvation works. His salvation, Zacchaeus's salvation, is bound up in their salvation. And so we learn here that the genuine salvation of a rich person is always wonderful, good news for the poor. In our five-part series here about reconciliation, we are exploring the mending of our broken relationships that is at the very heart of our faith. 
And today we're especially focusing on reconciliation with ourselves. So friends, with Jesus' help, can you dare today to see yourself as God sees you? With infinite love? And as you reflect and hear Zacchaeus' story today, what mending of what is shattered in you do you yearn for? Perhaps in yourself, perhaps in relationships around you. Friends, in today's story, I believe we see our whole faith, the whole good news in a nutshell. Reconciled to God and himself, Zacchaeus now works to set things right with others. Loved much, Zacchaeus now loves others. Graced much, Zacchaeus Zacchaeus now graces others with abandon. Today, Jesus invites Zacchaeus to defect from the cruel empire of Rome into the empire of God. This amazing realm of grace, of wrongs set right, of reconciled, mended, healed relationships. And Jesus invites each of us to defect as well. Amen.